Welcome to the Raising Christian Kids podcast. Your host, Leanne Mancini, is extremely passionate about helping children to have a strong foundation in Jesus. You will be equipped with methods and techniques to help solidify a relationship between your child and Jesus. So let's dig deep and raise strong Christian kids. Hello and welcome back to Raising Christian Kids. I am so happy you've joined to listen today, and I hope that you will share this podcast with others. And today I want to tell you about a book I just finished reading from Joel Clarkson titled Sensing God, Experiencing the Divine in Nature, Food, Music, and Beauty. I really enjoyed this book. He really is poetic, and he talks about how we can experience God in taking a nature walk or the foods we eat or the music we listen to. And I want to share some of this information with you in ways that you can help your child experience God through nature and through food and music, maybe ways you have not thought of before that you can incorporate in your day-to-day way of living. You know, our senses become engaged through experience and our children learn so much through manipulation of objects and the engagement of their senses. I remember as a little girl, I loved construction paper. I loved looking at the vibrant colors, the green construction paper, the red, the yellow, the orange. And I liked how it laid on my table, you know, slightly overlapping each other. I used to look at it and think of God's rainbow. I loved the thick texture and the way it sounded when I used to use my little scissors to cut out various shapes. Just ask them, Jimmy, did you know that these colors... God included in his rainbow when he promised to never send the rain again? Or how about the green construction paper, Jimmy? What did God create that is green? The point is to engage their sense of sight to connect to the master creator. In our hurried, busy lives, and I'm going to have other suggestions also, but in our hurried, busy lives, we have all heard that saying, stop and smell the roses. We need to help our children to do the same. In a previous episode, episode 33, I talk about four distinct ways that help our children experience God, a word-centered approach, an emotional-centered approach, a symbol-centered approach, and an action-centered approach. When we engage in the world, this is a symbol-centered approach. Children who love to engage this way, they love the divine and mysterious ways of God as seen and experienced through his creation. You know, I grew up in a small town in Ohio. I'd love to see the colors of the leaves falling off the trees and the smell of autumn. My mother would send me out to play, and I loved to play. However, it would have been so much better if she would have taken the time to come outside with me and play with me in the mud or play with me in the pile of leaves. You know, using those special moments is an opportunity to connect both of us together and with God. You know, kids love to look under rocks. And we think, ew, bugs. But there's so much more underneath that rock. In my show notes will be a link to five questions to ask when teaching science from a biblical perspective. I love the article, and I hope you will take time to read it and incorporate those questions with your children when you're outside on a nature walk or looking under a rock with them or jumping in a pile of leaves. Take a walk and identify the things that are beautiful or delightful and say a prayer of thanks. Then come home and look through the Psalms to find some wonderful verses that the psalmist made about creation. Link what you saw during your walk to God's word. 
So perhaps you and your child were admiring the trees. Psalm 96, 11, 12 states, Let the fields be jubilant and everything in them. Let all the trees of the forest sing for joy. You know, taking a nature walk needs to be more than just connecting with nature. It needs to be a nature walk that connects us to the Lord, giving thanks and praise to him. Joel in his book goes on to say that truth without meaning is static and intimate. You know, truth without meaning. We have to bring God's word in our day-to-day lives because we don't want to just be static words that we read. We want, we want to be engaged in God's creation with his word. This helps children to remember his word. Our imagination and our hearts seek to assign meaning. So we need to look not only with our eyes, but also with our hearts, what moves us and what moves our children. Creation is not just merely experienced in a moment. It needs to be continually lived out through ordinary moments. When my son was little, he held a tiny egg we found in one of my flower pots. As he was holding this little egg, a baby lizard hatched right in his hand. We were just so excited. We couldn't believe that we just saw a baby lizard hatched through an egg in his hand. He is 30 years old and still remembers that moment. One of God's creatures came to life in his tiny five-year-old hand. You know, we were so happy and amazed at the same time. Experiencing these type of moments, connecting to God, is a way to adhere to the Shema command to teach them when you rise up, when you walk along the road, when you lie down. Let's talk a moment about music. We can all recall a favorite song from our childhood. The songs we recall or hear can bring various emotions to the surface. We create music according to the harmony and the melody already presented in creation. So next time you hear the rat-tat-tat of a woodpecker, it may remind you of a certain part of a song. And the sound of rain falling through the trees is a tone that soothes the soul. I believe I mentioned this in a previous podcast, but it's worth repeating. Did you know that the sun vibrates in frequencies and the northern lights make sounds? Comet 67P is called the singing comet. It's a celestial symphony making music to the Lord. God's word says the Lord will rejoice over us with singing as well. Next time you are sitting or lying on the ground, outside, ask your child to think about all the blades of grass pushing themselves up through the dirt. Explain that only God could create something so beautiful. And yes, blades of grass growing is beautiful. Did you know that a blade of grass lives for about 40 days and there are 11,000 different types of grass? Bahia grass, Bermuda grass, centipede grass, Kentucky bluegrass. That sounds like a band to me. St. Augustine grass and so many more. Some are very soft, some are very hard, some are blue in color, other have pointy tips, some have round tips. But enough about grass. The point I'm trying to make is that we should not take God's creation for granted. And what seems to be plain and simple is actually beautiful. And we should let all our senses enjoy and engage. Here are some tips to help you and your child connect with God on a deeper level by exploring and connecting with his creation. Take a nature walk. Pray beforehand that God will open up your senses to observe his presence in creation. Take a pen and a notepad to describe what you are seeing, hearing, and feeling. What do you smell? What type of textures do you see or feel? Then look through the Psalms to find the verses the psalmist wrote about creation. 
Link it to what you saw during your walk. Perhaps you and your child remind the trees, remember? Psalm 9611 states, let the fields be jubilant and everything in them. Let all the trees in the forest sing for joy. The other thing you can do is listen to the sounds of nature. Does the sound of a rain shower draw you closer to the Father? Maybe reflect on a personal childhood memory that involves music. Share with your children your feelings. Did you perform that song in school or did you listen to it with your mother? What makes the memory so important to you? I remember a song that made me sad, but yet I really love the song. And perhaps you heard it. It's an old song, Puff the Magic Dragon. If you haven't heard it, listen to it. I felt bad for Puff, and I believe that song drew me closer to God because I prayed so hard for Puff to find another friend like Jackie Paper. Touch is another wonderful sense. It is so powerful, it can heal the sick and mend a broken heart. Healthy infant development relies on the touch and the caress of the mother. I love that. Buy some different materials and ask your children to touch them and ask them how the material makes them feel and can they connect those feelings to God's word? For example, a burlap sack is very rough. In the Bible, where the prophets dressed in sackcloth, it was a very rough cloth that would scratch the skin. It was a sign of mourning or grief or self-humiliation. 2 Kings 19.1. Read that verse. Let them feel the hem of a robe. And read the story of the woman who bled for 12 long years and was healed as she touched the hem of Jesus' robe. That's in Luke 8.43-48. Wash each other's feet. This is so fun to do with little children. Tell them the story of how God the Son who created all things, washed the dirty feet of the disciples in John 13, 1 through 17. Make sure to tell them that the dirty roads back then were full of donkey dung and the sandals that were worn at the time did not prevent the dung from getting between their toes. You will elicit a lot of giggles with that. This will really stimulate their senses and they will find this so funny and gross, but they will remember the importance of the story. Engage their sense of smell and taste. Read Acts 10, 9 through 16, where Peter experiences the blanket of food that God said to eat. Have a picnic on a blanket in the backyard with all kinds of treats. Make sure to have some foods they have never tasted. And as they taste the food, ask them to tell what they are tasting and how does it make them feel? How do they think Peter felt when he ate those foods for the first time? And if you really want to have some fun with food, cut up some food that not only resembles a part of our body, but is also nutritious for that organ that it resembles. For example, a carrot resembles a human eye. Slice a carrot and you will see an example of the pupil and the iris. And carrots improve eyesight as the body uses beta-carotene to make vitamin A. Kidney beans resemble our kidneys and they're shaped like them. Now, I know a lot of kids don't like kidney beans, but... Maybe yours does. My, my children, when they were little, they liked liverwurst. Most kids don't. But anyway, kidney beans offer wonderful vitamins and nutrients that help promote the kidneys. So they look like a kidney and they help the kidneys. And this other one I think is really cool is celery. Celery resembles our bones. Now you got to put some peanut butter on that celery for the little ones. They're not going to just eat celery probably. But celery helps to keep our bones strong. And celery and bones are 23% sodium. And if you do not have enough sodium in your body, 
it will pull it from your bones, making them weak and brittle. So these are just some things you can do, some things you can experience in nature, through music, through touch, through the foods we eat, to help experience God and his creation, using our, our wonderful senses and helping our children to do the same. And I'll leave you with a thought. Did you know we have more than five senses? Have fun looking up what our other senses are with your children. Go through the internet and you can find the list. And I will pray that you will continue to raise strong Christian kids. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app.